Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 or so minutes each day. But it keeps us in God's Word, and that helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on a relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. You know people in your life who need to change their thinking, don't you, and the direction in their life. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study. I want us to think about something that, again, is very pertinent, that really is relevant to every one of us. How can we face life successfully? I want to talk about the power to face life successfully, effectively. Life in this physical world throws at us a whole lot of curves, doesn't it? Now, I've used the illustration of a baseball player, particularly a major league baseball player. <clears throat> when you get into little league and, and the leagues below the, the upper levels of little league and all of that, you're, you're probably not going to have too many pitchers who are going to be very effective at th- throwing curveballs. But you get up into the, the high school and then college baseball and then the minor leagues and the major leagues, well, every kind of pitch that has ever been devised is thrown by pitchers in those ranges of the, pl- of the game. Well, the easiest pitch to hit is a fastball for a professional baseball player. Fastball is typically a ball that is going to come pretty straight right down the pike. It's not going to vary in its trajectory one way or another very much, typically. Now, there can be some, some exceptions to that, but basically it's a straight pitch. We do have pitchers today in professional baseball and in college who throw a whole lot faster pitches than what players were used to seeing going back 50 or 60 years ago. Back then, if a pitcher threw a pitch 90 miles per hour or maybe 91 or 92 miles per hour, that that was exceptional. He was talked about. He was smoking, you know, (laughs) with that ball. But today, a pitcher who throws 90 or 91 or 92 miles per hour, that's, that's just commonplace. You have pitchers now throwing up in the upper 90s and even up to 100 or maybe a little bit over 100 miles per hour course, there are guns that clock the, the, the speed of their pitches, and they didn't have that back 50 or 60 years ago, but they do today. Well, the game has changed. Physical bodies have changed. The regimens of, of working out and, and building up the strength in the body, that's, that's a whole lot more sophisticated today than it was back then. And so, Professional ballplayers can do things more easily and more commonly than they could do 50 or 60 years ago. Now, that, that batter standing at the plate, particularly if he's a power hitter, he's, a, he's known to be able to hit home runs consistently. 
He likes those fastballs coming right down the middle of the plate. But have that pitcher step up and start throwing him curveballs? <laughs> that power hitter is not nearly as likely to hit those balls out of the park. He has to follow the trajectory of that pitch. He may think it's coming in straight like a fastball, then it breaks down or maybe breaks to the side one way or the other. And he swings, but the ball's already changed position by that time, and he misses it completely or just foul tips it. Now, we experience times in our lives when things are going really well. But in almost every case, sooner or later, things change. For a while, it seems like we've got the tiger by the tail. Everything is positive. Everything is looking like rosy, you know, like roses. Everything is going just right. But then things change. Life is always in motion, you see, and many different circumstances affect our lives. We're doing well, but then all of a sudden, an unforeseen illness hits us hard, and we can relate to that through our recent history, can't we? Injury, perhaps. Everything's going well, but we stumble and fall down the steps, or we're in a car accident, sometimes not our own fault, but it's still a car accident. We get banged up. How many people have been strong and healthy and maybe even physically active, but then they're in some kind of an accident and they become paralyzed for the rest of their life through parts of their body? Financial setback, loss of a job, relational conflict, death of a loved one, emotional stress, psychological disorder, and we could list a whole host of other developments that can, all of a sudden, turn our life upside down. And let me throw one more at you. Just getting older can take its toll. <laughs> Just ask anybody who's, say, 70 or 75 or 80 years old. Ask them if just getting older doesn't take a toll. Now, many people, when they face the problems that come up in their lives... They seek professional help of some kind, often through various kinds of doctors or counselors. Others try to handle things by themselves on their own, and a lot of times that causes them a great deal of difficulty. Stress makes things worse. But a whole lot of folks, and especially in our culture today, it would seem, they try to escape that negativity, those difficult times through alcohol and illicit drugs, which ultimately simply worsens their problems because now they've got another problem to deal with that ultimately will become worse than whatever the other problem or problems were that they were trying to escape from to begin with. So what to do? What to do? How should we react? How should we respond when faced with all of a sudden our life being turned upside down or sideways because of something that has come along, some what we would consider to be a negative, maybe in some cases we would say catastrophic event in our lives that turned everything upside down inside out, 
and backwards. The Apostle Paul laid out the formula for us. Now, a lot of people would just discount this because God really isn't much in their head. They're not really that interested in a a spiritual focus in life. They want to do things their way. They They want to have complete freedom to make their own choices, even if they're bad choices, and they don't want to be restricted in any way by what they would consider rules. Well, we live by rules all the time. You drive down the street, you've got a rule that says you better not drive faster than this particular speed or else you may have a policeman pull you over and give you a citation, traffic ticket. We have rules. If you want a paycheck, you got to go to work. You got to put in so many hours. You got to do your job effectively and consistently. We have rules. We live by rules all the time. But when it comes to our spiritual lives, well, a whole lot of people, they're not, they don't want to have to think about a spiritual side to their life. And so they push God out of their head. But the Apostle Paul writes this, and this is the basic formula for giving us the power to face life successfully and consistently. Paul said, And he's speaking about his own experience here. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, that is, brought low, and I know how to abound. Everything going great. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Have you ever been hungry? I'm not talking about, (laughs) you worked really hard today and it's time for dinner and so, boy, am I hungry. I could eat a horse, people say. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. Have you ever gone without, day in and day out? Had very little to eat each day, maybe some days had nothing to eat. That's what Paul's talking about. I know how to be full. I know how to be hungry. I know how to abound and I know how to suffer need. What's the answer? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Paul said. That's the formula. The formula. First, Paul says, I've learned to be content. And then he speaks from personal experience. Yep, I faced all kinds of negative circumstances in my life as well as positive. I know how things can turn, and we could say things can turn on a dime a lot of times. The old expression. In other words, all of a sudden, things can go from what we would consider to be great to how horrible this is. Paul says, the answer I learned, the answer I found, the answer I live by and that keeps me going, I can gain whatever strength I need. I can gain the victory that I need through Christ who strengthens me. We're going to stop and pray. We'll start looking at this formula 
that offers the power to, to face life successfully and effectively and consistently. We'll look at it step by step. Let's pray. Father, help us to learn that by ourselves, in and of ourselves, on our own, we're not powerful enough. We're not strong enough to see us through. We need your blessings, even if we don't realize it. And it is only through your blessings that we have any strength at all, that we even can take the next breath in our life. Help us to learn and accept and be thankful that you are there and that you offer us the real strength to see us through whatever might confront us. Help us to open our minds and our hearts to this truth, Father. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.